hello, this is the Writer at Work podcast. I'm your host, Kit, and today I will be interviewing your other host, Catherine, about writer's block. We will treat it like a disease, and we will talk about <laughs> what it is, symptoms and causes, risk factors and complications, prevention and treatment. But first, Kate, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, so I didn't look at the script, so that was really funny. <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. I still have a mostly clean desk, and that is like a really proud statement. <laughs> it's been mostly clean. Yeah. Like I, when I say mostly clean, I can actually sit at it and put my laptop on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's about what my desk is too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's on yours, but mine is just clothes. Yeah, mine gets stocked with everything from my tarot cards to extra pencils to just paper mm. to a book I was reading to plates <laughs> and occasionally the clothes <laughs> oh and an alarm clock and sometimes a cat oh and my cat yes my cat will all of a sudden just like take up my desk <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into it all right Kate let's start with what writer's block is to you so writer's block, to me, I guess I should start with what writer's block is considered is, especially in media, is where you're staring at the blank page or you're staring at the cursor and nothing is coming to you. Nothing's there. Nothing's flowing. And you can spend hours, days, years stuck in this blockage of writing and creativity and you're wasting away. That's how a lot of movies will portray it. Um, I think most people will say writer's block is when they just don't know where to go. Nothing is flowing. They don't, they're not into the story. They can't get into it. What writer's block is for me is very much, I don't want to write today. <laughs> <laughs> or I wrote myself into a really weird spot and it's not working and I'm trying to figure out how to make it work, even though it shouldn't be there anymore. Like I should just backtrack and I'm just trying to make it work and it's not working. So that is what writer's block is for me. Yeah, that resistance that you're talking about, you mentioned in a in a different episode that we did, and it really resonated with me, that idea of, of writing yourself into a corner and you're just like, oh no, like, what do I do from here? Like, and you mm -hmm. keep trying to force it to work and then you don't want to write anymore because you're stuck at this dumb place and you can't get around it and you don't want to go back. So um, that, that really, I really feel that. Um, all right, so... Let's get into the symptoms and causes. So what does it feel like when one has writer's block? Is it the same for everybody? All right. So I think for most people I've ever talked to who have complained of writer's block, it is where you can't think of anything that goes after the next sentence. Or you can't think of how you want to start the story. You have the entire world built up and you can't seem to write a single word past the. Or yeah. even the. Yeah. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so the too far. 
It's uh, the <laughs> the fear of the blank page, that if there were words on it already, you wouldn't have a problem. That is mm. what um, I believe most people who have writer's block feel. How long does somebody usually have writer's block for? Is it something that you can deal with in a day or is it something that like takes a long time to get rid of or what? For some people, it could be a matter of minutes and other people, it can be years. I've heard of many people who are stuck on their manuscript and haven't picked it up for 10 years. And then I've heard of people who are stuck for a few hours, went for a walk, and then came back and was like, we're good. Um, for me, <laughs> in the past, <laughs> my writer's block could be anything from uh, I'm listening to the wrong music, length of a song, <laughs> to uh, weeks, where I'm just, mm. I can't do anything because I'm stuck. Uh, so what causes writer's block for you? Is it like canker sores where some people just get them when they're stressed and run down? I believe that stress is a huge factor for some people for writer's block. Uh, for me personally, I don't think it was stress. Stress was not a cause for writer's block. I believe stupidity was. <laughs> and stubbornness. <laughs> That's I think that is a... A very big thing for writer's block. It is stubbornness. Uh, for some people, it really can be stress. It can be a deadline. That looming mm. deadline is horrible for some people. And yeah, that's that's what I think causes okay. it. Okay. Then let's move through to risk factors and complications. What activities might put someone at risk of contracting writer's block? A blank piece of paper. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I guess a blank piece of paper, mm -hmm. a strangely written sentence, the wrong yeah. music, uh, or listening to music in general. Being in a different place than you normally write. Um, different time of the day. There could also be what's going on around you. Or what's happening to maybe somebody you know, a family member. If something's going wrong in your life could lead to writer's block. So a lot hmm. of things. Pretty much you could eat the wrong thing. Yeah. Or you could read somebody else's work, either a peer that's exceeded you or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a famous author and just be like, oh, I can never do that. Yep. Okay. Um, waking so up. So what can happen? <laughs> waking up, opening your eyes, yeah. breathing too deeply. Um, it's like when you get older, like causes for like back pain, like you opened your eyes. Um, what can happen if you don't treat this problem? Can you just ignore it or what, is it important for people to accept they've got writer's block and like do something about it or what? So I've heard a mixed, a mixed batch of that. If you, if you don't treat your writers, <laughs> this is so strange. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't treat your writer's block, you'll never finish your book. Yeah. 
So that is that's the severe part, the severe end of the spectrum where people just never never break through the writer's block and they are consistently never going to finish that book. Uh mm. if you ignore it, you might be able to start something else, but that looming piece of work behind you will always be there. Some people are very capable of being able to push through and work themselves through kind of like you would do a cold. Mm -hmm. So it really just depends on if you are a strong enough person to work through your piece or are you a person who will give up on it? Ooh. So that brings us to treatment and prevention. So let's say... For example, I'm sitting over here in the same few books I've been working on for like the past 10 years or something, hypothetically, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. uh, and I just can't seem to finish any of them. Obviously, I'm asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> how would you get rid of the writer's blocks and resistance that prevents you from finishing those novels? Are there any tricks that might be helpful to others who already have writer's block? Yes. One of the best ones that I've heard come from some of the top authors in the world, and their statement is, well, when a plumber goes to work, you don't hear about plumber's block. I think their blocks are a little different. They go there to <laughs> fix blocks. Yes, but they don't just show up there and they're like, oh, well, I don't know, <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> they don't start taking the pipes apart and be like, well... I just don't know what to do for the rest of today. <laughs> I think it really is a matter of realizing that other jobs don't get writer's block. Mm. That it really is mind over matter. If you believe that you have writer's block, you're putting power into having writer's block. So it is a form of resistance where... I'm a procrastinator, and some of that I will blame on writer's block being like, yeah, I don't know what to do. No, man, I just didn't want to write that day. I didn't want to actually sit down and do the work to write. So, of course, I had writer's block. Other times, it really is being disorganized. I've heard a lot more people get writer's block when they are pantsers versus plotters, which is something I'd like to do in another episode where I believe that there actually isn't anything, any difference between them. And so we have plotters who are people who really think out their ideas. And most of the time, they don't write themselves into a blockage. So I will write myself into a box, a blockage because I do both where I will make an outline and then we'll be like, I don't need to follow it. And we'll write whatever <laughs> story idea came to me instead. And sometimes it works out perfectly. And other times I've just written over like 3000 words that don't work. I just did it with my, my steampunk book. I wrote this awesome scene, but I'm only 40 pages into the book. And I'm like, wait, this scene is happening too early. It doesn't fit. And I wrote myself into this weird section where I'm trying to make it fit. And it's not. And you have to know when something isn't working 
and how to backtrack to get yourself back onto track. Wow. <clears throat> Where you have to go back <laughs> and get yourself back onto track. Well, there was too many tracks in there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a trick for people. Look at what why you're not writing. What are what are you doing that's making you not write? Is it you don't want to get up early? Well, if you were working a full-time job, you would still have to wake up and go to that job. Yep, that's true. If you're at work and your boss is asking you to do the presentation that day in front of people, you don't stand up and go, I have presentation block. I can't give it to you today. <laughs> like, you get fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, knowing when to look at your work and realize that maybe something isn't working and you need to plan around that. Write an outline. It doesn't have to be long. Maybe it's a full bullet points being like, hey, this character does this. It causes something like this. That leads to the bad guy doing this. This is what I want my climax and this is where I want the book to end. That's how I did it with my first steampunk novel. I wrote five outlines for that book and I never followed one of them. But you had them. In but case. I did have, like, yeah, if you put all of my outlines together, I, like, just stole stuff from all of them. <laughs> they mm. all ended in the exact same spot, and they all started in the same spot. But the whole middle section was a combination of them, where I would write myself into a corner, see where my outline was, look at the other outlines, and be like, oh, this is where it should be. So that is one of the big things is a lot of it is just resistance. People, I really swear to you, like maybe it was a poet kit <laughs> who was like, I have writer's block and decided that they were going to come up with an excuse that sounded really smart to people who like don't write. And they're like, oh, you mean like the blank page scares you and is suddenly so intimidating? It flees all the words from your mind? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I sure, get it. Sure, yeah. I don't write. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think so many people just put in that faith of, oh, you have writer's block. It's like kids with ADHD nowadays. Almost every kid is diagnosed mm -hmm. with ADHD because they're hyper. It's like, nah, man, kids are hyper. Like, it's just, <laughs> some kids are have ADHD. Some kids just need to run around for more than the 10 minutes you allow at recess. Yeah. Then that kind of leads us to prevention, right? So what can be done to avoid falling into writer's block in the first place? Any surefire preventatives? Is abstinence the best policy for writer's block? Because if you don't write, you can never develop writer's block. Like technically, if you don't have skin, you can't get skin cancer. And as a oh side God. note, did you know that your skin weighs around 16% of your total body weight? What? So hashtag an ounce of prevention is worth 20 pounds of skin. Ew. <laughs> That's weirder than my um, triple jointed elbows. Uh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so preventatives. Yes, I believe writer's block can be prevented by people stopping the claim of writer's block. Like I said, okay. if you actually treat this like it's your job, then there's no excuse. Do... Mm -hmm. 
okay, I had mentioned this to somebody and they brought up science. Well, what about a scientist who is working on something and it never seems to work? Well, they're they're still working on it. Mm. They're still trying to make the formula, which would be in this case, maybe the outline. And they're trying to put mm. it all together. And maybe the components are the characters and they're just not fitting together. And you have to figure out, well, what is my actual formula and what elements do I really need to use? And then, bam, my theory is now real. Or I, I don't even know if that that's not how theories work. My theory is now here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a scientist, although I do sci-fi. Whatever science words are. Yeah. <laughs> so it really is um, a matter of, I think, mindset. And some of the great authors like James Patterson, Neil Gaiman, they don't believe in writer's block. Most of the Mm -hmm. big top authors don't believe in it. And if they have writer's block, like Stephen King says, there's no such thing as writer's block. You just work through it. Mm -hmm. So if you feel that resistance of, oh, God, what do I write? Challenge yourself to five minutes. There is a great thing or the five word challenge. So it's the, the five challenge where if you can challenge yourself to do five words, you're more than likely going to keep writing. If you can challenge mm. yourself to five minutes of something, you can get it done because at that point, well, you've already done five minutes. It's like if you have a sink full of dishes and you only wash two of the 10 dishes you might as well just finish all of them because you've already washed two of them. <laughs> Told that to my kids who only wash enough dishes for them to use that moment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes I do that too. My my roommate definitely does most of my dishes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's that idea of that of the five. If you can write five words, you're more than likely going to continue writing. And if you write the five words, challenge yourself for the five minutes. And once you've written past five minutes, maybe you've only done five sentences, you'll start flowing again. And you will start writing and going through it. Especially if you're stuck at that spot where the cursor is just there blinking at you. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like good advice for people who have that fear of the blank page. (laughs) It's either that um, or you just got to start cutting off your skin in order to get rid of writer's block. And I mean, like, yeah, nobody wants that's to do the that. Only way. Yep. Hashtag an ounce of prevention is worth 20 pounds of skin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be trending soon, everyone. Um, <laughs> the best writing advice I ever got. Right? Uh, <laughs> cut off my own skin if I can't write. <laughs> please don't it's cut the your only skin. Way. Yeah, please don't. It's the only skin you have. You should love your skin. Yes. Even if it sucks. Um... <laughs> Because sucky skin is better than no skin. That's so, true. So we've answered most of my questions, but I did I did think of one more question. Okay, um, cool. This reminds me a little bit of burnout. And so my question oh. to you is, is there a difference between writer's block and burnout or is it the same thing? Because I know with burnout, sometimes like trying to push through isn't going to help you, especially like even if you are at a different job, you might get burnout. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very true. So there are times where the writer's block is definitely burnout. Mm -hmm. And it could be that you need to take a break from that story, that series, 
Um, but it could also just, like, there's that weird in-between that I've heard from some authors who write a series, and they've written four of the five books, and that fifth book, they're so done with that world, but, like, the rest of the world is waiting on the fifth book, and they have to push through that piece. And that is, like, a form of burnout in a way, too, because they just don't want to do it anymore. But they have to. Like, <laughs> So I think there's, there is the difference where burnout, to step back and not push yourself through it, is a very helpful situation. With me, I have two books going this year at one time where before mm -hmm. I refuse to allow myself that. And if I am feeling stuck in one and really on that, I'm going to flip a table feeling because nothing's coming and that cursor's just blinking at me, I will hop on over to the other one and be like, all right, maybe I write a few sentences here and that's what I need. If worse comes to worse, I do handwriting. I'll just pick one of those shiny ideas floating around in my head and just write there for a little bit. Okay. So you, your advice would be if you're stuck in one place in one story, it's okay to, to get your write, writing flow going in another story and then come back to it. Yes. As long as you do come back. I, I yeah. have multiple books started and never finished because the new <laughs> shiny idea has popped up, which is why yeah. I have my system set up where I'm not allowed to type another story. I can only handwrite mm. a story because eventually my hand cramps and I'm done with it. And if my like if my hand is cramped and I'm willing to put the pen down and walk away, then I know it wasn't a story that I could or that should be typed up. Yeah. Uh, so it was great talking with you today, Kate, and it was really great to get back into podcasting. Um, we hope you guys enjoy our podcast and find it helpful. For written articles and to keep up with us on social, you can go to writeratworkpodcast.com and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon using the links below. Our um, Instagram and Twitter handle is writeratworkpod. All right, so stay safe out there, stay healthy, keep trying to write, and uh, good luck. Bye!